Welcome to The Contrast Show, a strikingly different conversation. What does it take to be strikingly different in the world today? Join expert coaches Christine Nielsen, Heather Arthur, and John Roberto as they tackle today's most pressing issues, sharing insights to what's causing friction in your business and impacting your bottom line. If you'd like to learn more about The Contrast Group, please visit us at contrastresults.com or connect with any of us on our social media channels. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Contrast Show, a strikingly different conversation. And today we're going to be talking about clearing conversations. And you might be wondering, what the heck is a clearing conversation? Uh, it's, it's something that we've talked about in other podcasts. And today we thought it would be relevant to talk about this because what's happening is sometimes you get into difficult conversations with people, whether you're a leader or just a member of a team. And the question is, how do you deal with that? And one of the strategies that we share here at the Contrast Group is this concept of clearing. So, Christine, I'm going to let you kind of open that up and talk about what clearing means. And then what can we do to, you know, kind of implement that into some of the work that we do every day? Christine, we'll start with you. Sure. And I we have been using the practice of clearing since 1993. Okay. So I have been trained in this practice for that many years. Don't do the math. I'm only 39. So clearing <laughs> is giving yourself permission because we get stuck with a lot of thoughts. Our brain has over 2 billion neurons firing around. They happen to fire rapid fire all day long. And there's a bunch of formed thoughts, which science predicts between 60,000 and 80,000 formed thoughts a day. Well, we are unconscious to those formed thoughts. So a lot of decisions get made and based on past experiences, relevancy, how it made us feel in the moment, misinterpretations, judgments, assessments. We got this meaning-making machine up here and it's going off all the time. So it's forming these 70 to 80,000 thoughts and we get stuck with them and we don't necessarily need to do anything with those thoughts other than, um, sorry, it's a little loud in our house. It's March break and there are teenagers home. So the, we don't necessarily need to do anything other than articulate them, get them out. So you can actually go, oh, that's not true. Oh, I wonder where that came from. I made that up. So the practice of clearing is the ability to essentially verbally vomit on another human being or in a journal, but it's better to do it verbally with another person. So you have a speaker and a listener. The challenge is often the listener wants to fix or solve the problems. That's not what a clearing conversation is. You're literally handing someone all the conversations that are going over in your brain. They got a big garbage bin and they're tossing it all in the file, the, the, the file there, and they're doing nothing with it except hearing you. And in the process of hearing you, you've given them the ability to take that information and remove it from them so that they can see it and you're not trying to fix it. So it's active listening with speaking this, like just literally saying everything that's there about a situation that is frustrating, challenging. So then they can take actions on, okay, now I see it clearly. That's why we clear. So Heather, anything you want to say about the practice of clearing? You know, as leaders, we often think that we're the person that needs to solve all the problems. And when you actually make a conscious choice to not be the one to solve the problems, but be the one that accepts that there's problems to solve and you're going to elevate your team to do that. That clearing process is extremely helpful because 
we can then have the belief that the person in front of us has all the tools necessary to solve the problem themselves. You know, when it's in our head, it's got energy, it's, it's got nowhere to go. But when we allow someone the space and the clearing to say it out loud, they can then decide, okay, is that actually as urgent as I'm making it? Is it as painful as I'm making it? What are, you know, is it as scary of a conversation that we have? You know, I'll share a perfect example. Um, years and years and years ago, I wanted to go and ask for an, a raise that was off side to the regular time frame. And as a woman in the workplace asking for that, it was a scary time to think, what am I going to say? What's the proof I'm going to bring? Why I deserve this? What, what, what are all these things that I'm going to do? And I talked to my coach at the time and they, the, the conversation was this big in my head. And when it got down to the actual conversation, it wasn't that I needed to prove who I was or what I was going to do. It was just a question, which is, this is what I would like to be paid. Is that, is that something that we can talk about? And like, it was like this huge conversation turned into one small question. And then guess what happened? My boss said, let me take that away. Two days later, I was making more money. But imagine if I would have just stayed in that painful, like, oh my God, this is so scary of a conversation. And we have this all the time. We have disagreements with our coworkers. We have disagreements with our family members. And we're like assuming that they may not accept what we're feeling. But when we bring our our feelings, this is how this is impacting me. And this is what's going on in my head. If they really respect and love you, they'll, they'll have listening ears. Yeah. And actually, so I want to build on top of that because I think what's incredibly important, this concept of clearing, and it's something that I've been learning to adjust to because it's not something I normally do. It's not something I, you know, as as I'm going to say it, male leaders inside of organizations, one of the things we don't do is we don't let go of things. We take it, we internalize it. You know, I have I have buddies that are like that, that just kind of keep everything within. So the the, you know, the concept of just letting it all out and then just letting it float away. Uh, does it really sit well with us, right? And Christine, I think about, you know, your concept of taking it, putting it not necessarily into a file. You know, to me, clearing is taking it, putting it into a trash can and then setting the trash can on fire so it's no longer there. And I think for, for some of the male listeners out there, you know, this it's really not as difficult as you think it is. You know, it's not about feelings. It's really around what's in front of you. And because of what's in front of you and what you think in your head, you're creating this reality that isn't necessarily real because you, you're, you know, like, like Heather said, you're, you're taking this little thing and you're like blowing it up. So it's the size of, you know, a town where really it's, it's not right. Like it's just, it's just a thought and you just kind of let go of that. So, you know, based on your experience and actually Christine, we'll start with you then Heather, but based on your experience from a coaching perspective, you know, how do you coach somebody who, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's just males, right? Like women too. Sometimes women don't want to just let things out because it kind of shows, you know, they may not have a certain strength or they may not have a certain ability to speak to a certain thing because they're letting things out because they need to let things out. Um, From a coaching perspective or, you know, for the leaders that are out there listening to this, what are some of the things that they can do to, to really let go of those thoughts that are tied to what they may be feeling attached to that clearing process? I uh, I love that you asked this question. So the first part of of clearing is making sure you have a committed listener that is a safe space for you. Mm. So if you're not comfortable doing that with another human, we have technology at our disposal 
And there's this thing called record voice memo. You can use voice memo and say all of the jumble of thoughts into your voice memo and then play them back so you can actually hear it. That's another tip and tool. It it isn't as quite as effective as if you have another person because it removes the vulnerability. So if the vulnerability of saying everything that there is for you to say is too big for you, start with voice memoing it and then hearing it back to hear yourself and how that, what's real and what's not real. The other thing is you don't want to clear with someone who's going to underwrite your story. So if someone's signing off on your BS, that's not the right person to clear with because they're going to add agreement to whatever's coming out of your mouth. The job of that person is to remove it and not add anything. No agreement, no assessment, no judgment, no fixing, no solving, because there's nothing to do with it. It's just information that's coming out of a hole in someone's face. And that information that's coming out of the hole in their face is allowing them to be free of it and to really understand, well, what is that? What are those precious thoughts that are going around in there and understand them a little bit differently? And people always have the choice to pick that stuff up and carry it with them. If they want to continue to carry around that garbage and that baggage with them, they're very, that's their choice. You, you can hand it back to them, like literally hand it back and go, okay, if you, are you ready to let this go? And if you're not ready to let this go, okay, then take it. And I just want you to notice how heavy it is. Hmm. So there's so many things in this practice that are just is golden. It is my favorite practice. Of all of our practices, it is one of my favorites. It's becoming one of my favorites too, just to like, and like sometimes you don't even know what to talk about. Heather, what about you? Your your thoughts around this? Yeah, if you're going into a clearing conversation looking for something from the other person, then you've either chosen the wrong person or your expectations of the clearing is that you're trying to feed a need in yourself. So for example, if you're looking for that person to validate or say their story or, you know, tell you that you know, you're not thinking in the right direction, then you're not truly having a clearing conversation. Instead, you're having a conversation to um, fulfill a need that you're having. And in fact, you should probably have spent time thinking about what is it that I want from that person? And why do I need that from that person? And why is that meaning there? What, what have I, what's my history with this person that has created that? And that clearing conversation probably needs to be with someone that is much more neutral in your life right now. So it could be a coach or a mentor. It could be a friend, um, but you know, sometimes even friends want to solve the problem. So announcing what it is that you're looking for in that person, you, you want to say, you know what, I'm having all these thoughts. They're in my head. Could I just get them out of my head for a moment? If you could just be the best listener in the world, that would be amazing. And believe me, anyone that loves you and respects you, you say those words to them. Can I just, can you just be a sounding board and, and I don't need anything back. They know exactly how to show up for you, but you got to be really clear on that ask. Yeah. yeah. That's no, and, and So go ahead, Christine. It's critical to set the context for the ask. I need to say a bunch of stuff. I don't want you to do anything with it. But my, my ask is that you just hear it. Don't add to it. Don't, don't validate it. Just hear me. I just need to be heard. Yeah. And this doesn't just work in the professional environment. It also works at home. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I had to learn in terms of this whole clearing process is, 
you know, the people that are around me, you know, family members that need to clear, I actually have a better understanding of what that means now. You know, vent, clear, whatever you want to call it. You know, some people call it venting. And it's, you know, like, you know, like both Christine and Heather said, it's not about providing those solutions. It's not about providing answers. It's just being there. Because I think what happens too is as you clear and you let all these things out, there's a sense of peace that kind of comes over you because now you have clarity in terms of what's actually happening. And because of that clarity, you're able to make better decisions. You're able to really move forward in a place that's more empowering. Yes. So as we and, wrap up, we've, we got and a John, left. just one, so, yeah, one yeah, more ahead, thing. Sorry, one more. Th- well, you're probably going to ask for that one more thing. Let me, <laughs> let me add to it. I'm sorry for interrupting you. But, you know, if you don't have that conversation, the energy around it gets tighter and restrictive mm-hmm. and the relationship with that person that it might be about just is impacted in a negative way. So you've got to assess when to do this. And as difficult as it is, as uncomfortable as it is, it is always better than what will happen in the future. You're just sort of kicking the conversation down the line if you don't deal with the emotions and the feelings that actually are having some power over your body right now. And if you let them out, it will not have that power again. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Perfect. Thank you for sharing that final thought. Christine, what about you? Final thoughts around clearing and higher purpose. To... The purpose higher of purpose. prayer is to be present in this present moment. We can't do anything with all of the stuff floating around in our head in the present moment. So the entire purpose of using this this tool of clearing is to be present. And when we're present, we're effective. Hmm. We we, We create the ability to respond as opposed to react. We create space for ourselves to be our authentic self. And we're present. And that is the entire point of the whole tool is to be present. Yeah. Well, thank you. So clearing. So for those of you that are listening, clearing is a practice. If you want to learn more about clearing, you want to learn more about some other tools that we use here at the Contrast Results Group, by all means, check out our website. Thank you for listening in and thank you for participating in this conversation as a listener. And hopefully you get a little bit more insight in terms of what you need to do to clear some of those conversations that are bugging you today. All right. Thanks, everyone. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to The Contrast Show, a strikingly different conversation hosted by The Contrast Results Group. Love this episode? Head over to our website, contrastresults.com forward slash media, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. You can check out other episodes and learn how you can work with our expert coaches. Tune in every week and let The Contrast Show podcast help you get you to where you want to go. See you at the next episode.